We have Gwen as our guest speaker. And who's Gwen? And Gwen is my sister. But and, not mine. But no, not Gunner's. Gunner, or Nathan's. you are my but brother. Gun- <laughs> oh, I am. Gwen uh, is uh, the first... Oh, I don't have to say too much about it. Uh, she's a sister, okay? She's the first to come I'm out of the, the twins. She's sister. the first sister. She I'm is a twin. Yeah, yeah, a twin. Yeah. Uh-huh. I always yeah. thought Grace was older. No. Oldest by how much? Seven by minutes. By like seven yeah, five minutes. to seven minutes. Yeah. yeah. But Gwen actually has some experience with cults. She's in one now. She's a Buddhist. So <laughs> that's like the least <laughs> cult like. Okay, it's not a cult, but it sounded funny. No, uh, no really. Like, if, I am still kind of a part of the Zen tradition, which I would say feels more culty than the Bright Dawn tradition that I'm kind of practicing in right now. But so, yeah, you can huh. say I'm in a cult. But she actually uh, has some experience with some of the Eastern philosophy concepts in some of the cults that we've been running through. In fact, she's actually enjoyed some of the cults that we've had and has felt attracted to some of their teachings. And so, we thought that she would be especially good to have on the show uh, for this cult that we're going to be talking about well, right now. So what was it? Heaven's Gate or the one that That's I did yesterday, uh, uh, last week? Totally. What is it? The uh, uh, it started oh, out as yeah, drug the, therapy. The, the drug therapy one. Yeah. Anyway, he had them all shave their heads. Oh really? The, I didn't yeah. Know in fact, that. Uh, they were in uh, that one George Lucas film, the FRX or whatever. They were all extras because they had shaved heads. And, I didn't know. They should have talked about that last week. I'm sorry, guys. I had a lot to talk about. So I was in a Buddhist meeting, and and we had a guest um, kind of monk talking, and he had the southern accent. I'm like, part of me is like, I can't take you seriously, dude. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you're like from Alabama or something, and it just, like, this doesn't make sense to me. Now I think we should all hold hands here and... In search for inner peace. Inner Actually, peace. That, <laughs> inner peace. That isn't southern, is it? It's more western. No, that's pretty. No, that's no, good that's southern. Southern yeah. west. Yeah. So it was like southern, but with like a different spin on it, though. Uh, I, put yeah, a, yeah. I put a Thor spin on. Yeah. When you shaved your head, yeah. could you shave it completely with a razor bulb? Yeah, I shaved it completely. I've done it three times. Do you like doing that? <laughs> well, not anymore. I've got long hair. Mm. Was yeah. it, what was the reason behind it? Was it just to let go uh, of everything? Yeah, part of it was letting go uh, it's symbolically, but literally, like, emotionally. I was, like, in some places, like, I just got to get rid of it. Part of it was um, releasing the identity of what I think a woman should be. Yeah. Uh, and, like, how I was relating to men and how I was putting myself in bad situations in that way. Another reason was, um, you know, because I had become Buddhist and it, it just felt more natural to kind of clean the slate um, and come come walk into life in that way. So those were kind of the basic things. One of the times that was just like, it was basically a reaction to, man, I am doing something really wrong here and I'm relating to guys, I've just got to, I've got to like, just take it off. <laughs> In the movies, <laughs> when, when a woman cuts her hair, that mm-hmm. means she's done with it. She's going to kick yeah. some ass. Yeah. Change yeah. her like, life. Don't mess with me anymore. <laughs> Did that help? Uh, it did it help did you clear way. your mind somewhat? I mean, it did. It 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 helped uh, in some ways. In some ways, no, of course not, because patterns can be really strong, mm-hmm. and you know, well, you stop it, it takes a long time. But but it helped me to um, find more centeredness and find more strength inwardly, being with myself and strong in being real with myself more, mm-hmm. rather than just feel like I was a victim of the circumstance. So it helped in that respect. I, I think it can be super sexy. I'm I'm attracted to really bald and then like really like hairy beard. And I'm like attracted blah, to the blah, comb blah. over. Like Are when, you I, see it, when I see a guy and like the wispier it is, the more the more I'm like, oh, it's like Randy. angel hair. It's on, baby. <laughs> Hold me back, honey. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult, the only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, 
and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunner, Dawn, Thor, and Nathan. In this week's cult, so this is, I'm going to name some people, and these people are all have something in common. So Richard Nixon, Jenny McCarthy, Ashton Kutcher, Demi Moore, Jennifer Aniston, Madonna, Jeff Bridges, Shirley MacLaine, Barbara Streisand, Raquel Welch, Kobe Bryant. They're all famous. George I, Clooney. I would do them all. No. <laughs> Especially Is that George. what we're talking about? Beyonce, no. David Beckham, Lady Gaga, Michael Jackson. Uh-huh. Well, I know a few of them do yoga. They're, but... they're all child molesters. <laughs> <laughs> so they were all students of um, Berkham Chodra. Uh, yoga. Oh, really? Yeah. And so, uh, basically, so who who this guy is? Uh, he, he was born in uh, 1944, and he studied under. He claimed that when he was young, five or six years old, uh, he started studying under this guru named Bishnu Karan Ghosh, and he's one of the leading yoga. It, this is in India, right? In India. Okay. And, and actually, it's in Calcutta. What he claimed, though, is he was one of the youngest students. He uh, won a yoga championship. <laughs> How do you do a yoga championship? Yoga championships are really interesting. Three, they really are. Yeah, they are. So they're, how they're do you really... do it? Is like who can get? In, is it like a contortionist kind of thing? Or? Sometimes you can get con- contortionist, but it, sounds like Keith. It's Raniere. very. Uh, it's not like you're an ice skater and you have to do three loop de loops and. Blah blah blah, and then you can like you get scored on this. I think it's really <clears throat> judging is very. Um, it's like ice skating. You like the no, form? No, it's <laughs> it's it's very you know like up to the individual. Like is yeah, the like chi, ice skating. Is the chief flowing the way more powerfully? <laughs> did it you know? Did it did it come alive at this certain spot? Oh, this is sounds form, like horse you know, shit. Like, is, exactly. Is it's the breathing of, rhythmic oh, enough? Like, it's like, if I'm attracted to this person, that person's going to win. Yeah. Like, I, it can be, it, it can feel that tainted. That's why I think oh, it's funny. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so he was, he yeah. claimed he was champion three years in a row. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then he, he had this mission after you know, winning these championships from his master or his guru to come to America and bring this this in, brand us. of yoga to to America and okay. um and he uh, so in this brand of yoga there's like three hundred different postures and he took when he moved to America he took like twenty six of them he had like mm-hmm. just his his movements and he created a school maybe he moved right in, he went to Hollywood. First thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he lived in someone's basement, and he started teaching yoga. But it wasn't as big of a big of a deal as it is now. It wasn't as known, and when so he was, was this? seen. This is back in the 70s, back in the sixties, sixties, okay, sixties. And uh, he he taught uh, he taught a lot of people. Taught all of those all of those stars. All so of those, Bruce Lee was a contemporary. Yeah, right around right around mm-hmm. that time. And so Eastern thought was mm-hmm. really big. He claimed that he taught. Um, he taught the Beatles. Okay. And he had a, he had a bunch of people he claimed he taught, but mm-hmm. there's no real record. Even uh, he claimed that Richard Nixon was, he taught Richard Nixon some, and um, he were going to amputate, Richard Nixon was going to amputate his leg because of an injury. Mm-hmm. And because of this yoga that he taught, he Richard Nixon was able to overcome wow. his whatever ailment that he had. Um, but so the difference between his yoga, his brand of yoga, and other yoga is he turned up the heat. Yeah. And he was the first one to do that. He and he, he claimed that well in um, when he started teaching here, it was just too cold. And he's like, I'm used to doing yoga in Calcutta, where it's always over a hundred degrees. Mm-hmm. I don't know if mm-hmm. it's always over, but he just claimed that it mm-hmm. was not hot enough, so he would turn it up to a hundred and. 506 degrees in the room. So basically yeah. you're in the sauna kind of thing. Basically in the sauna, yeah. 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 You can feel it. And uh, he, uh, he it, it just hit a, hit a chord with people and it became very popular. And people would just swear by 
his brand of yoga and he became really, really well known. And people would, um, people would take his classes and he would, at first it was just him doing yoga that people really wanted to, um, teach what his, teach his brand of yoga. And so, uh, he would charge people up to like $17,000 to become an instructor. And then they would have to come back and pay five to $10,000 to be recertified every three years mm-hmm. in his system. And then, but he would hold that certification over them. So if he, if they did something that he didn't like, if they said something that wasn't up to what his, the his thoughts were, his standards, then he just wouldn't renew it. They would, they may, they, he, he just wouldn't renew their license and they had to go out of, he went out of business. Mm-hmm. A lot of them just, took off and started doing their own yoga and called it hot yoga. And that's where you see that a lot right now. You see mm-hmm. hot yoga hot is yoga. A- advertised, but it's really came from his, from, his teaching. From Bikram. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah. You just, you know, with only 26 moves, you think that it wouldn't be that hard to certify instructors. I it mean, takes, really it, it's about 90 minutes of doing all of the postures uh-huh. and the, the school would be, it was uh, nine weeks of school, and he'd usually go to these big resorts. So at Hawaii and Alcapoco and Vegas all these places or around whatever. the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the people he that were attracted to his brand of yoga, and he would pick people, and then... Um, and then they would pick like their friends and it became, there was a certain type of person that would be, that was really attracted to it. Like, yeah. Thin, beautiful people. And he would almost, they would almost gravitate towards him and he would pick them out. And he used these, these instructional, these classes to pick people to be closer to him in the inner circle. Mm-hmm. And that's where it kind of started getting hairy. Colty. Colty. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so uh, he, I just wanted to say some of, this is how big it got. He amassed uh, $75 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was getting about $5 million every year from just people recertifying. He had um, 650 studios across the world. So mm-hmm. big, big deal at the time. And uh, some of what would happen is, um, he, he would pick these girls out. They would, so all day in the instruction, they were in hot yoga for hours mm-hmm. every day. And so they were really like, uh, exhausted by the end of the day. And then he would have them, he didn't sleep very much. And so he would have them come up to his suite and he'd pick like 15 people that were just his star students and they would watch Bollywood movies. <laughs> until like three or four in the morning and then when people are started to like okay i can't i'm i need to get some sleep before tomorrow um he would try to trap one or two of them into staying a little bit longer and maybe staying the night mm-hmm. and then it became so he'd get this it like open it up for a sexual relationship mm-hmm. okay in this and uh, some of the time because it was kind of what makes it kind of culty is so they're exhausted. They didn't eat much. They were just eating salad yeah. during the thing. They were staying up late, so sleep deprivation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then his he was the leader, and mm-hmm. they kind of wanted his attention, and so he was able to take advantage of that. Well, yeah, that sounds very Bill Cosby esque yeah. right now. He was more of the. Slip a Mickey into someone's drink, kind of guy. Yeah. But, but, this is, but you know, this, but this is the natural. You know, totally, yeah. This is the natural way of of doing it. But but you know, it's it's kind of take advantage. Number of. one, weaken someone uh-huh. and put them in a situation where they can't really say no because there's so much at risk. And yeah, you know, you got a winner there. It's called. Oh, That's how I, I got my wife. <laughs> <laughs> it works. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, he was able to take advantage of, and uh, and some of these women afterward were like, what happened, you know, the next day, mm-hmm. um, and would press charges. And he settled a lot of these situations out of court. Some of them went all the way through court, and, and one lawyer was like, "You, I will take your case if you promise not to settle out of court. And 
if they signed it, she did it like pro bono and take it mm-hmm. all the way to the, all the way to to uh, judgment. Mm-hmm. And eventually, he was charged. I think seventeen million dollars, uh, sued for seventeen million dollars. Um, and then so he just moved out of country. Uh, he moved back to India, and then he moved to uh, Mexico. And he racked up a bunch of mon- a bunch of bills in Mexico. They froze his ass, ass, ass assets assets here in the U.S. Froze his ass. Froze his ass. No. <laughs> um, and so he racked up uh, like one hundred and eighty thousand dollars at a hotel there and then it's amazing what people can do i am just like how can you do that i i saw this guy i mean i saw uh like a netflix thing about this hot yoga guy Mm -hmm. i don't know how he got i guess this is because he got them all delirious but he was not attractive to me no and i was not he was just like a sweaty i mean he has really muscular but he had kind of like a pot belly sweaty Mm -hmm. and he wore a rolex and speedos Oh. Yeah, every day, and, <laughs> exactly. and, the, and I was watching video of him showing people how to do it, and he's like revving up against people. Like, I mean, in yoga, yeah. you do you're very close, and you're you know you're yeah. not wearing very much, but the, his some of his direction was kind of iffy. Let's <laughs> just little, say that a little personal, <laughs> little personal. Um, and so, it was the beginnings of a porno film. Uh, every everything <laughs> that I saw. Maybe that's what was going on in But it life. wasn't a good one. So like, they did some. Uh, I, th- I don't know if it was twenty twenty. There's been a few things like the documentary on him that's mm-hmm. on Netflix right now, and uh, I think twenty twenty did something on him. But he didn't join this this guru in India when he was three or five years old. It wasn't until he was 18 years old. He only spent a few months under mm-hmm. this, this... As I say, tw- what was it, 25 moves or something? Yeah, yeah it's probably all he knew is the 20, yeah. 26 moves or <laughs> 20. whatever. Um, and uh, anyway, he's just... His life was pretty much uh, a lie. Even the Nixon thing where he was claiming that yeah. he had cured Nixon, Nixon's leg of, you know, and he didn't have to get amputated, was... Like the National Archives looked it up, and like, no, he wasn't. He was never a visitor to the White House. Nixon has never heard of him. You know, so it's just a complete fabrication. You know, yeah. I think one one key factor that I'm seeing here about leaders of cults is that they're great storytellers. Like coming up with stories. We fit Why? right in, guys. Yes, we do. Right. We fit right in. Like, I I want you all to know as a, as a listener to the Nice Cult. I have never lied to you. <laughs> See, Gunnar, I can tell that you think that's humorous. Now, if you really believed it, you might. I'm trying like, to think if pass. I have lied to them. Uh, every- I tend to air them my truths. I tend to air my laundry. You guys, you guys know all my bad stories. I don't, I don't know, know if we know all of them. No, we uh, we don't. Well, know let all me of tell them. you a story about my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so back to the yeah. Cult. Sorry, I Pardon. interrupted. So they found out basically that he was telling stories yeah, total, about his life, total fabrication, to legitimize himself. Um, but he was, you know, he's still making all this money. He had, and he was collecting. He really loved Rolex watches and and cars. And so he had forty. Um, he had Bentley, Mercedes, Ferrari, Porsche. This collection of cars, some of them have been seized. They've had like 22 cars were seized, but the rest of his collection is someplace out there. No one actually knows where it is. It's someplace in the U.S. Mm. Is he still alive? Yeah. So he lives in Mexico. He is wanted by the U.S. government, but he kind of plays it. I don't know if he's under an assumed name. I see that he's on he's on Twitter. I checked his Twitter account, and no he way. he posted last year his last time he posted. He's like seventy six years old, but he still teaches. And uh, if you have money in uh, in living in Mexico, unless you've done tr- something truly heinous, you you can get away with you can get away with a lot. You can you can live there for a while. Is that the place you'd go though? No. You don't have to divulge this, but where would you go? I, yeah. I don't know if I'd go to Mexico. Well, okay. Costa Rica is nice. It, it is, but you probably get thrown out pretty quick. So you need to go to a place that's disreparable enough uh, so that uh, you have ways and, and politicians are crooked enough so that you can slip money uh, around. And yet you still need a, a place where 
if you have a lot of money, you can live a really nice life and so be protected. Nevada. Yeah, Nevada. Okay. You know. <laughs> yeah. So Mexico would be a good one. Uh, Mexico, Honduras, Nicaragua, probably is something like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you'd have to be really rich to get away with something yeah, like he that. He has. He has the money. Yeah, he do- He obviously does. So. They froze just half of it, or did they freeze all? They of it? froze everything in the U.S. They could, it, okay. but it doesn't mean that he doesn't have. It, he's, if, he's still has a bunch. Of money. If he had half a brain, I'm sure he had offshore accounts and whatnot. And, so he's as long as he has you know like forty fifty million dollars, but he on can his live a very nice life in Mexico. on his website you can still get it doesn't say it's going to him but going to the foundation books CDs towels yoga mats water bottles there's a bunch of things mm-hmm. still for sale mm-hmm. so he's still he's still raking it in is the company still it's there? not. It's a foundation that isn't controlled is, by him. Okay, but but it is still there that his yeah. his brand of hot yoga is still still out there. still out there. Although most of the people who were who did um, study under him have rebranded because you used you had to pay a yeah. a, a yearly a fee. yearly yeah. fee, and so now they just call it hot yoga, and then everyone teaches it. it. In fact, he tried to. He tried to patent his twenty-six moves, mm-hmm. or um, and the court said no. You just can't. You can't. Those moves are postures. already made up. Yeah, this stuff is this from stuff yoga. Is, yeah, been out of there for old. thousands of years. Yeah, but uh, he had he had some quotes um, <laughs> that I wanted to read. He said, "A woman is one third body, one third mind, and one third spirit. But a man is one third goat, one third dog, <laughs> and one third spirit." <laughs> Well, they're right about the goat part. Totally, at least the goat part. Now you know where he was coming from with with how he was relating with Male goats are disgusting. Oh my heck, they are so bad. Oh man. I'm sure we've talked about it on the podcast before. Maybe he like peed all over himself. He's like, oh, they're all like male goats. That's what Mel goes oh, I, And I, I didn't mention before, I, I have another quote, but he, I didn't mention he, some of the things that he would do would uh, be very, he'd demean people during class. So if you were overweight, he didn't want overweight people in class, basically. So if you were overweight, he'd say, get you fat effer, get your, get, you go to next to the wall, you're in the back until you can lose some. I mean, he was really abusive to people. And if they couldn't do some of the postures, he would, he would <laughs> call them names and you so and so. Anyway, it was it's so a weird. It's a case of trigger, someone triggering him because evidently, yeah, he was strong, right? But you said he had a belly or whatever yeah. when you're struggling with something. You can't see it right in front of you because, like, you know, I'm sure it didn't matter. I'm sure acceptable. that he, it was all about a control thing. Yeah, for totally. Him. Uh, his other quote so he had these women who were accusing him, and he wanted to say, I don't have to. He was trying to it, to say that he didn't have to rape women because they would throw him themselves at him. Mm-hmm. He said, why would I try to trap a woman into having sex with me? Women women have, will pay a million dollars for a drop of my sperm. <laughs> <laughs> I know what we're taking. Oh, no, don't. No, no, don't. No. Wow. No. <laughs> okay, now so I uh, know where he's getting his money when he doesn't have it. Yes. He's selling his sperm. In Mexico. <laughs> All right, so I wanted... To that's basically the cult, but I wanted to. I know we're going to some. I, I'm going to argue whether it's a cult or not. No, so I'm, I'm going to say it is. So hold uh, on, I'm going to say this is what makes it culty. Okay, All okay. Because right, I've already so far I anticipated heard what you're going to say. Okay. So sleep deprivation, okay. staying up all night. He um, he would chastise them for having the wrong body type and anything that they did wrong. Uh, uh-huh. He would threaten because they had paid. Tens of thousands of dollars, he would threaten to take away their business. They couldn't use the his his name on their business because so far you're describing McDonald's Corporation. He, okay, you're describing the you're life of a McDonald's. Totally. I mean, he actually like, called himself the the, the McDonald's, McDonald's of the, yoga. Yeah, the life of a model. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, like, and any business you can hold things. If you're power hungry, you can hold. Something over people to make them live comply, or do, comply mm-hmm. yeah. and do do what you want. Okay. Uh, he so he had hold their business um, uh, future in his hands. He, they he was in a they were in a hot room all day. <laughs> Verbal abuse. Um, he would 
um, he would ask for um, massages and then it would always lead to something else. Um, he didn't not the break. way I not the way I give massages. <laughs> he okay. didn't break. He didn't break for meals. Mm-hmm. If someone's like, he would like only salad, and then it'd have them come back in half an hour, and then continue the the uh, hot yoga. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a very culty atmosphere. Uh, I'm gonna say it was Thor. Okay, and the reason why. Is because... Of that Eastern philosophy cult. Eastern philosophy makes it a cult. <laughs> yep. I yep. need to know because, because of what it is. It's a lame so, cult. So, it is. No, it's, it's true. It is because not a cult. Because, because, because cult should inhabit your full life, your whole spectrum. If he was telling people how to sleep, how they were supposed to meet people, how mm-hmm. they were supposed to use the toilet. If they were in how a they compound were to, and they st- had to stay there. That's a cult. Uh-huh. That's a cult. Well, part of it, part of a cult, there's a cost to enter, right? So it's like, it depends on the cult. But sometimes it's giving up things. And mm-hmm. they had people give things up. It was also money to enter and there's a cost to leave mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's also this in here there's a cost to leave too he wouldn't allow them to have a business in his name mm-hmm. and so i mean that's Na- nathan i've told you this before but when you have a hammer in your hand everything <laughs> looks like a nail <laughs> I, I think it's a cult. like because of, i mean i saw the special on netflix on it the 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 way the women are i mean because you have them doting over him I mean, you have that. You have some of them that are just like doing everything that they can, and they're not aware that that oh, he does this. And some that he does, they're like, oh, this is the price that I pay to be next to him. This is the price that I pay to be close to him. Not that mm-hmm. hey, I want to actually have or he's going to have a relationship with me. It's a matter of him manipulating, and it's not just some people, a group of them, to to be a certain way. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna say it's a cult. A very loose cult because he lets them go after they've pleasured him, <laughs> after they've given him what he wants, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's a it's a fluid one, meaning that he's not holding on to them. He's not holding on to them the way a normal cult member typically keeps it small. They typically keep it small so that they can keep it so that everything about. This group, they are constantly in control. But this guy is it's kind of like a transient cult. It's sort of like, come on in. Yep. Mm. Uh, he, a business he's, cult. He's, he's playing guru. He's, yeah, he's, he's playing guru. Yeah, he's playing I can guru, definitely but agree with that. I, and it is culty, but I, I have a hard time calling it a cult. I do. I, you know, I actually have gone to Bikram Yoga. I've actually attended. Oh. Uh, tell us about this. I have participated in the sacrament. See, did I knew this afterward, a did, did uh, a, a, a somewhat chubby guy <laughs> come up to you in a speedo and, and help you out with certain positions? You know what? You saying that, I don't know if that's inserting a memory into my brain or not. But I have to tell you, it did. There was a sense of kind of a culty feeling because there were kind of. It felt like there were degrees of the trainers. And when one stepped up who had gotten a little bit more training, like they just talk, oh, this one, he, you know, he just came back from blah, 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 this training. And, and so they'll lead you in some special thing that's going to happen before or during. Before the 26 the, yeah. years. And, yeah. And, 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 and so it, it, there was kind of this reverence and this culty vibe kind of surrounding it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But... Me attending a Bikram yoga, you know, like, it, it wasn't like I felt pressured to live certain precepts or whatever. And I actually don't like the practice itself. I think I don't like the heat. And usually by the time I get to, like, the last four poses, my body says no. Yeah. And I stop. And I don't necessarily think it's as healthy as people believe it is. I think... This dude just came up with something that he thought he could sell. <laughs> I, I've been in a couple of sessions, hot yoga. It was hot yeah. yoga. It wasn't yeah. a Birkham yoga. Yeah. But it kicked my butt. Like yeah. the next week yeah. I was like, well, I couldn't move. The next day it was difficult to move. It was just so taxing. I've been, I've taken some other yoga classes and I'd never had like the instructor where it was like, 
the instructor was just someone that knew some yoga and they were teaching it and it was very loose it was very mm. like you know and it was hot i remember they did heat it up in the room but it wasn't 100 degrees how did the goats handle the heat gunner so, so when i did the goat yoga that was actually really fun um i want to do goat yoga. the, the little goats they would jump on you all mm-hmm. they jump on you they have little goats they'd even poop on you whatever it's fun goat poop <laughs> guys if you've never it's experienced it it's just little balls that come out it rains. Yeah, it's cute. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt you one bit. Goat poop is cute poop. So goat out of all the yoga you've experienced, the goat yoga has been the most fun. It's been the funnest. It's definitely not. You're not going in there to like get into the zone where you're zenning out. And I couldn't do any of the moves anyway. And then after a while, I'm just like, oh, this pose gets the goats on you. Do the do do the horse trough or whatever it is. I don't know what what the name of it. They jump on your back. They like the taller ones. So if you're if you're taller, they like they'll jump on top of you. You know the one thing I have against. I think yoga, the practice for yoga, is, I like it. I mean, it's like stretching, and I. But it's when they use the Indian names of everything that I'm mm-hmm. like, oh no, please don't do that. And this this is the Shivajna. Mm-hmm sun brightening po- posture mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. and i'm just i i that's the part that turns me off it's too bad so yeah it, it turns me off me. when someone is too into it yeah when they're too like this is the one truth so i no, i i'd like to talk to gwen a little bit about the philosophy of yoga now is it kind of you're when you're doing yoga you're supposed to kind of go into a meditative uh kind of state of mind is that what's going on that there is a basis surrounding the breath following the breath and it really is yoga itself i would say could be considered a cult yoga itself Mm. um because there are i mean there are Are, teachings there are levels there are practices yeah like there's certain dietary yeah there's a a lot of restrictions and if you want to attain a certain standing you have to be really strict you have there's a lot you you get to do in it um i call that a religion so yeah you could it it could feel like a religion too yeah it feels like a religion i don't know i'd um, say it's culty but but I, let's see, yeah, uh, it, it really is, uh, yeah, you're sup- really a yoga teacher who's good. Okay, and I'm, I've done all, some yoga, and, and maybe I'm a yoga snob, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a yoga snob, because I've done yoga with, with people who are uh, more Western yoga mm-hmm. and the energy that i feel is actually truly a part of yoga isn't there and i'm like oh you just stretched your muscles and did something like this was lame that's what i like like, like this I'm was the opposite lame you. okay <laughs> like you westerners you think you know what yoga is like <laughs> like um because like it really to me like there is certain energy in the poses every pose how you breathe what you can and how you can inhabit it and if you don't really inhabit it and you're a teacher I, I i'm just like what a shame what a shame you guys don't know this about gwen but she is an eastern snob when it comes to eastern <laughs> stuff the guy that was from texas that was a buddhist monk she's like i don't think so <laughs> i don't think so buddhist monks don't talk like that no i actually thought it was cool no, no, i got no, softened no. i got softened you don't have your head you don't do that no i understand what you're saying there's there's a different way of teaching it that yeah. you probably learn when you're when you're there whether than the way that westerners typically will teach things so there's certain things but i've also seen some some people that are very Caucasian that are way more um, calming to be around and to do those kind of things with than someone that's Eastern. Oh, I, I, oh, and I'm not so, saying you okay. you can't be no Caucasian or I, something like I that. I don't think you can. Because, I, I mean, you know, a, a teacher that I've really enjoyed, she's very white, but she did get her training um, from a very traditional source. From the hot yoga guy. Not from the hot (laughs) yoga guy. Um, But from a very traditional source. And so, like, I feel that connection with her. Like, I actually feel 
the energy and connection to the energy of yoga. Hmm. Um, so, yes, I'm a yoga snob. <laughs> but um, I think that I think that sometimes it gets lost in translation. Yeah, it's yeah. not. and the culty. And now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they went wrong. That men are part goat? <laughs> That's bad, I think. What? <laughs> I, th- I think I'm, I'm kind of opposite. I actually think stretching. I think that stretching is like... Stretching is awesome. Yeah, you're stretching your muscle. Like mm-hmm. the yoga idea, I think, is, is beneficial health-wise. Absolutely. It, yoga, even if you're just stretching, stretching is very good beneficial yeah. health-wise. I won't battle you on that at okay. all. I mean, like, even if you're just stretching, that's good for your health. It like, builds muscle, too, yoga. Mm-hmm, like, the, the people that do that, they're super, super strong. They do it every day. Yeah. It's core Because you're holding, strengthen. yeah, it's holding your core and your, your even your arms and stuff like that. A lot of different. isometric mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's really nice because there's the combination of the strength and the stretch through, that you're you're experiencing through your whole system, so it's like really really beneficial. And okay. in your chi, just dripping off, dripping yeah. off your. Fingers. I love the so, dripping chi. <laughs> the dripping chi is so, what I go for. So we can say yoga is not is is actually part of the a good part of this. Yeah. So, yeah. So yoga in and of itself, even if you just do the stretching, not the Eastern philosophy. How about speedos? How about speedos? Yes. Speedos? No. <laughs> You're gonna go. Speedos are not. Speedos are, but speedos are bad. Are they? Are they universally bad, or is it like some people can? Some people are all right with speedos on. Like, no, no, no guys. one is. I don't is think good I've ever been like, oh, the speedo was super hot. But this is what we're gonna do, guys. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. no, 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 no. Okay, I've got a couple things. I've got so, a couple things that we're gonna pull from. This. Okay, but, uh, Gunner, are never... you gonna try on a speedo for us? Yes, we, no, we... we'll find out later. Okay, so this good. Anything else good? A good. God, I can't. Um, good. Else good. Um. You know, he was very natural in his uh, ways to, to get a little nooky. Uh, he didn't try and use fake drugs or anything. Yeah, real in fact, drugs. yeah, he didn't it use just, that. He was he was very he used his authority and power over them in, in natural. a natural wearing them down naturally. You know, through, no through that ball- is not no good. date rape uh, drugs or anything like that. Like, that what do you mean? He was like, natural. If, okay, so bad. Okay, but, bad. Well, I mean, just taking advantage of people from yeah, the position yeah. of power like that—the lies, Awful. the lies, and making yeah. up stories about who he was. Million-dollar sperms, you know? Come on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I pay only like seven hundred fifty thousand for it. Yeah, sperm. I mean, yeah. You know, I hate to say it. I'm going back to the good, okay. but I have to admire someone who can can acquire so much energetic, like, guru-like energy that people are just, like, they want to be around them. And I think it takes, it, it, it's pr- that's pretty fascinating to see that happening. Um, but the bad thing about it, this is the bad thing about it, is the responsibility that comes with that, like, how people are taken advantage of. So if we just yeah. take away the responsibility, then it's okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. True power self-sustains itself. But uh, I think force is something that actually it's a manipulation and you use people and things to that has to sustain it. But I think it, with true power, you don't have to you know, like put out this prestige and tell stories and lies to say how important this is. No. You know, but but people people do that for you. Quinn's about ready to start quoting Doctrine and Covenants, what, one twenty six? No. I have left Doctrine and Covenants behind. (laughs) No, Glenn, you're actually following it right now. Um so no, but the 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 thing about it is is that whether or not people are you don't have to. You start telling those stories, and every once in a while you tell a new one or some new lie or whatever. Yeah. But the thing that perpetuates it is everyone around them. Like, 
like you were saying, oh, the this person got this person got trained in in Mumbai, 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 Mumbai. Numbai? Zumba? Zumba? Somewhere. <laughs> Is this a place you're talking about? Yeah, oh, in Mumbai. Miami. Miami. Yeah. Miami. No. But they got they got trained in this in the Eastern philosophy and going yeah. to this place. Yeah. You automatically are like, oh, then that's and you're putting it's that mystical. on top of yeah. them and you also projecting that to other people who then everyone holds more reverence, which then makes that person seem all that more yeah special and all that more powerful so if you get a few people doing that for you and it perpetuates you've got a maid people's own sense of what is mystical and you know religious or special they project that onto you you know because you say i was trained in blah 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 blah, and i was only three years old and yeah yada yada i mean it worked for him it worked for alanis morissette yeah because she you know, really you wasn't spend, that good. You just spend what? You just spend a month in India and you're a guru. Yeah, exactly. And you get a good song. But out when of it. but when she came back, I was like, oh, Alanis, you got all happy and nice. I don't think so. This ain't my girl. <laughs> I'm like, I respected her. All right, so good building a cult and now we take from what we learned this week and build our own cult, one belief at a time. What, what we are we taking on? Yeah. Okay, I've got several things. I'm going right, to start off with Gunner, I don't want you to sell anything, any bodily fluids, okay? We already <laughs> are Okay, well, that takes one of them off, and I was going to charge I was gonna charge a half a million dollars for my sperm, okay? Now, granted, I do have diabetes, and I supposedly can't get anyone pregnant. I don't know if it's true or not. So we won't do that because Thor does not want my sperm on the market. It's too powerful. Yeah. So here's the stuff. Here's the next thing that I wanted to bring on. Besides the Speedos. Because we are going to have Speedos in our calendar. You think so? Yes, we are. I have never met a Speedo that I liked. I me either, but we're going to do it because it's going to be awesome. Everyone looks so bad in them. I know it. All right. So besides that, besides that, the thing that we need to do. And I'd have to shave. We. No, you don't have to. <laughs> this is just a picture. Anyone out there listening, picture Chewbacca in a in a speed in spandex. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, so, what about what about uh, we set out um, things that people can say nice about our cult and how uh, how how good our cult and our podcast is? So, this is what we are going to have you as listeners do. You're going to go up to one person and say, you know, I just heard the most enlightening thing on this podcast, and I want you to listen to it, because they know what they're talking about. <laughs> I think I don't think it should be enlightening. I think that would make people run. I think, I think you should say, I heard the most funny, absurd thing on this podcast, no. and you've got to check it out, because no. people are more interested in... And watching people make, make a fool themselves. of themselves. Is that what this podcast you is a total say? train wreck? <laughs> you need to take a listen, you guys. I should stop. I should stop trying to be perfect for you. <laughs> is that what's been going on, Gunner? I'm yeah. so sorry. That <laughs> uh, <laughs> hurts. So, Nathan, do you have any ideas? Oh, we're going to totally one? discount. No, no, no. <laughs> I thought those were fantastic. I think that I think speedos for the swimsuit edition. Oh my heck! Swimsuit edition. Yeah. I like that. Hey, you guys, can you put in there too? You know, just to add some excitement. Can you put wear blonde wigs or braids? You know, put lipstick on. You know, like to to like. (laughs) <laughs> Why? I'm not putting a speedo on and wearing lipstick. To, to like uh, to an ode to older coats, cults of you know, like the women having to be perfect. They're all blonde, you know. Like I mean, if you're gonna you're do saying. an ode to like the the you know almost naked swimwear, you know that. I see where you're honoring going with this. Honoring the women. Queen. I have no idea. Another I don't, why are we honoring deal? women? What if what if women? This is the Valley of Islamic Dolls. Oh, yeah, the Valley of Islamic Dolls. Okay. All right. I, so I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I still am not following what you're saying. 
<laughs> you know that that cult where they are all yeah I know yeah. oh you want us to get plastic surgery <laughs> <laughs> well you can be done up I don't think there's, I was that there's idea. nothing you sexy about up. huge puckered lips no no the fake lips the, the, yeah there, there's nothing sexy no like what get a blonde wig you know I have maybe to admit some some, some silicone right here might. <laughs> no, no wig. I don't need eyelashes. Maybe if I if if I put some eye stuff on my eyelashes, they're pretty long. What I'm saying is a combination a of a few one. different cults together, and then and then you know, the image will represent, you know, something. I real. think I think having different months dedicated to different cults isn't a bad idea. So I think that, that could be Is good. Is that what we're talking about? That I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, we'll put yeah. it in the mix. That makes sense. I yeah. see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If that's what you were saying, that was a really weird way of getting well, back Well, at first it started with, well, hey, <laughs> why don't you add this? But, I mean, I think, yeah, you can have one where someone's wearing the blonde wig and wearing the sari or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, you know. Salads. Okay. <laughs> Gwen is taking off. Going? Gwen has taken off the board of people. Who adds stuff to the cult. <laughs> are you calling me a salad? <laughs> Salads are good. Yeah. That's my suggestion. Like maybe once every two months. You, I think we you should have a yearly a salad. salad. Maybe a yearly you know, salad. For come you. up with a salad. <laughs> I like this a idea. yearly salad. We can take on a salad. This is, this is good. Yeah, Gwen, I know? take back my rude comment towards you. Um, I think... A salad might be a good idea. Maybe we have a salad day. Salad day. What? What? Where is... everyone sh- brings a salad, or yeah, where we we make our salads and everybody tries it, or we try it. Culty salad day, kind of thing. Yeah. We need something on the second of May. Okay. Is is May salad day? May second salad day. Salad day. May second is is uh, cult salads. Salad for the souls. Salad, salad for, for your souls. soul. There you go. Salad yeah. for souls. Soul salad. May 2nd, Monday. Um, <laughs> no, but no. coming up the 22nd, Friday, we'll have it on our calendar. We will be in Spanish Fork at the uh, Food Truck food Roundup. Food Truck Roundup. At the park downtown. The park downtown. We're gonna, we'll post on the site which, which food trucks there are and which ones you can make signs that you want to promote. Um, if you want to come and join us, we'll do it for about an, uh, 20 minutes. <laughs> like, you could make a sign, Cup Bop is the best. And no, then, I can't do that. I'm sorry, Cup Bop. Order. I'm glad that you're not listening to this, Cup Bop, because hot. I cannot handle you. You taste all the same. There was, I, I looked at the Spanish Forks food trucks that they were going to have this next, this next week, like this, this Friday. And one of them was like Mambo. I think it's like island food. But we should be like, I thought it'd be funny to do like a mambo number five. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Protesting it. Anyway. We'll figure out something. We'll figure we'll out something. We'll, we're going to make some signs, make some signs. And then afterwards really we'll eat at the food trucks. Yeah. And then we'll eat there. Yeah. So bring some money in case they don't like our signs and we have to pay for it. But um, <laughs> it will be good. Is it going to be dinner or are we doing lunch? It's dinner. Dinner. Okay. Okay, so I, I just wanted to do a little uh, self-promoting here Woo-hoo! since you invited me on. Thor's extended his graciousness out to me the other day. He had me teach one of his clients how to meditate, which was super fun, which was awesome. I thought it worked out really good. I thought it was a good experience. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And part of that is because Thor gets to listen to me meditate every day, basically. Do you talk while you're meditating? Um, sometimes, um... She, she ums. <laughs> like, when I meditate, I only meditate in the car. I'm like, mother effort, mother effort, you know mother that? effort. And it gets louder and louder to where, like, it's like, mother effort. <laughs> and then you, afterwards, I feel change, so much better. Yeah, if you, if you want to change, you, you can, no. you can have, use the mantra, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for cutting no. me off in traffic. <laughs> Well, so I have a YouTube channel. I have actually a few. One of them is Christmas Crusader. Another one is Creative Crusader. But I have one just under my name, Gwen Juvenile. And I'm going to spell it because that's how I am. G-W-E-N and then Juvenile is J-U-V-E-N-A-L. 
So you can go there if you're interested in meditating. I have a 100-day meditations journal that I'm doing. I'm creating parts of meditation that you can put together as a playlist for you to have your own personalized meditation. Um, I'm also doing personalized meditations and other things, uh, talking about meditation and so on and so forth. So, Do you should... think that I could do a meditation like mon- like a, like an audio meditation thing and it mm-hmm. would be soothing or is my voice too annoying Gunner, what you project will come out so if you're holding anger within let's, you let's let's test hold, let's test this out on. are you sure though <laughs> get calmer get calmer be be good be all right with yourself be fine be okay <laughs> How is okay. that? No, okay. no, that's let's, not true. Some people, their voice, whether it doesn't it's matter if you're projecting. Gilbert Godfrey Some people have that. amazing voices Some people do. for audio. Some um, people do. Now, we can contrast that, that with, with, I allow myself to feel this in my body. Does that sound a little bit different than what you were doing there? It did sound uh, a I still wasn't right. very I wasn't very relaxed with you saying it, Gwen. Well, that's say, because I'm your sister. Oh, is that really what it is? Did you guys feel relaxed? I, she told, I was feeling relaxed. Were you? Okay. <laughs> I mean, and that was. Just Are you one saying sentence. that if Nathan, you're not my sister, <laughs> would you say that? Say what Gwen just said. What did you say, Gwen? I allow myself to feel this in my body. I give myself permission to feel that in my body. <laughs> That's beautiful, Nathan. I I'm think not Nathan, calming, but I start to laugh. I feel okay. Nathan could do me great if, if you know, if stay centered. I think he could probably do great with like doing meditations. I was actually thinking um, that today. Nathan has a good voice for that. I'm just wondering how many of these claps are gonna go on the audio. Of the My claps. I, I, I'm a very clappy person. You you make some noise, Gwen, but you're not the worst. Okay, let me tell you that some of these guys around here. Eating chips. Eating That's chips. There was one. one time when they were eating in the middle thing, and I was so angry when I was editing you, it. I was like, you SOBs. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is Gunner, though. He provides sodas and a thing of, of uh, what cookies? was the cookies? Yeah, the cookies yeah. that time. So, And they're sitting right next to the microphone. So it's like, <laughs> what I do you want us to do I did here? not put them there. Don was the one that was giving the cookies and everything else. I've given some cookies. They were soft soda. batch. Those are good. Soft batch. Soft nice. batch cookies. Better than yeah. Chips Ahoy. Yeah. Oh, Chips Ahoy is Chips bad. Ahoy is horrible. Yeah. yeah. Re, uh, guys, That's what we should their, protest. Chips Ahoy oh, shit is never going to sponsor our program. Oreos are not good cookies. What? They are no, not. They are I, not good. I'm not they're eating sugar, okay. and I had an Oreo today. Yeah. Blasphemy. And yeah. it was great, though, right? But, yeah. Oh, it, no. For Oreos that moment. Are good. And mm. then I had to go. For to about a second till the taste came through. I yeah, know, Oreos, I, I'm with you. Oreos are okay. That's that's the best thing. They go through called. my system unchanged. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I have to watch out. No, so, I'm too graphic, but it, no, nothing is like they're not digestible. Thanks, so, thanks Nathan, for taking uh-huh. it to the next level. We hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cult. Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time. Until then, if you're going to join a cult, join the nice cult. Do 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 do